Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 35 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joker Patrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, uh, we, we're on number 35, and uh, there's a team who, who, who ended up losing. No longer undefeated in the regular season. Rest in peace to the New York Excelsior, who uh, lost to the Atlanta Reign, a team that had just lost to the Los Angeles Valiant, the first win for the Valiant. And then following their win to the NYXL, they lost to the Guangzhou Charge in a hell of a match. Um, But Guangzhou Charge, a team who had lost, I think, seven or eight games in a row. So... Something uh, ridiculous like that, yeah. Yeah, Atlanta. They're a weird team, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair to say. Or is it more fair to say New York Excel is a weird team? Because I feel like they never lose to top teams. They just lose to awful teams. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, Atlanta has also been weird this stage. (laughs) Yeah, they have been. Um, But we'll we'll get more into that um let's let's just jump jump into the week i guess we can we could start off with philly because that was new york xl's first opponent this is the second time they faced the stage philly was actually able to take a map off new york this time at least it was a little bit of a closer of a match which um i enjoyed there was a lot of uh issues on twitch if you were watching on twitch oh uh, yeah i remember that there were a lot of um, this was a very comedic moment for me watching this match specifically Gibraltar but it Philly was like bringing it back and then on Gibraltar um, Philly had an awful attack and then New York came in and Philly was actually defending really well but something was up with the stream on Twitch that it was either really behind or something but um Monty and Doa, they're the casters. They're talking about Philly just had like a really good defense. Like two minutes are off the clock. They're talking like, wow, Philly might actually have a chance to win this map. And then immediately it skips forward right to New York winning the map. (laughs) Like New York, not (laughs) even like, yeah, not even like on the map. Like the uh, the cameras on the stage and they're like (laughs) high-fiving each other and they won. (laughs) It was just the funniest moment everyone twitch chat of course spamming the question marks <laughs> because it was just ne- like, next slide please yes <laughs> next slide please that's fantastic fantastic spam but yeah lots <laughs> lots of twitch apparently that those issues were not mlg so it must have just been a twitch issue um but it was qu- it was quite hilarious. I, w- I would have liked to see see uh, Philly win that, but it's it's fine. I got I got a chuckle out of it. Um, but yeah, Joe Philly uh, this this week they lost to New York, but they looked a little bit better. Um, and then they ended up four owing the Houston Outlaws, which is not that impressive. Uh, so I guess we'll 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 talk about Philly Fusion here because they're at like an even 500 this stage, three and three. Uh, they have a plus one map differential, so they're not completely even, but um, they've got one more match ahead of them, um, and they're gonna want to win it to make stage playoffs. But it's a little five and two last stage, Joe. But they've had a little bit tougher of a schedule. New York XL twice. How are you feeling about this team right now? They got the shock. That's their last game, so that's a rough one. Yeah, I was going to say, that's uh, it's definitely going to be difficult for them. They've had, again, um, it's sort of a weird stage, I think, underperforming from where um, uh, lots of um, the you know, Philly fans might have might have been tracking them for. Um, obviously, they're sitting currently at, I think, number eight um, in the stage playoffs, just just hanging in there with three and three, but that's definitely not going to last. I think is um, fair to say. I mean, uh, last week I predicted Dallas was going to go six and one. Uh, at the moment, the best they can do is five and two, but I think that's still possible enough. Um, and meanwhile, you've got teams like um, uh, even Shanghai sitting at six with three and two. Um, Chengdu has only played four matches this stage. Lots of these other teams that I think um, three and three or even four and three is not going to. 
um, hold up, and it's looking likely that Philly's going to end the stage um, uh, with a losing record. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's been weird for them. I think you, you know even started right off against uh, their first match uh, of the stage because they played New York twice this stage. So even right uh, the first match of the stage, Philly New York, we knew it was um, even from then it was going to be sort of weird for them. It's um, yeah, this is not their stage. I'm not not sure exactly. Uh, you know what's going on, but they've got they've got stuff to work through in this really long uh, mid stage break. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, their losses are to New York, New York twice, and then London. So they're really good teams, um, and they were they played it close against London too. So um, I think Philly is they're still a top team, but they're just not at the tippy top as we're seeing. Um, yeah, and Philly. It's- Part of the problems is just of the way they've got that schedule set up is <laughs> you can have teams like Guangzhou and uh, Guangzhou in particular, but also you know teams like Philly that they play um, you know these really hot, hot teams twice in a stage, and that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm not. It's another reason I'm not hot on stage playoffs. Um, I mean, we could still have stage playoffs. I'm just not going to say, hey, that's. These are the best eight teams, guaranteed. Uh, because some people get unlucky and have awful schedules. Uh, but yeah, it's speaking of like when you were saying four and three might not even cut it. That's interesting because four and three did cut it last stage. But I think it's because overall we had a lot more even records, right? Yeah, like, there were just it was like seventeen out of the twenty teams in the league. Uh, or four and three or worse <laughs> yeah yeah we had a very even even stage this time we've got um not only like new york xl and vancouver going like above and beyond record wise you also have the shock at five and oh gladiators at six and oh london at four and oh so you've got you got some dominant teams this stage so it's four and three is is looking like it's going to be harder to cut it, which is which is the way I I, I like it sometimes. That's, yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you like to see some dominant teams for for these other teams to try to beat. Um, speaking of teams we thought were dominant, we'll talk about New York XL now, who who did beat Philadelphia Fusion, um, but they lost to the Atlanta Rain on Friday, the first game. I mean. Atlanta looked good, but I think New York looked pretty lost this match. They did not look; they weren't looking like their normal selves. But I, I, I mean, I guess the thing I want to talk about is so they lost. They've lost to Seoul, um, who's a good team. Seoul, Seoul has a good team, um, but now they've lost to the Atlanta Reign, who, I mean, after the end of the week, they lost to Guangzhou. Like I don't. I feel like. I feel like this isn't a a good team, you know? I feel like this isn't an, an elite team. And although New York is as um as a team is is overall what are they like 13 and 1 now or 12 and 1 or something, something like, like that. Yeah. Um something and 1. <laughs> yeah, 12 and 1. Um although they're like that, they've had a pretty stinking easy schedule. We talked about it last week how how the Atlantic is is so much uh, so much worse of a of a division than the Pacific, and yeah. New York New York's been facing a bunch of Atlantic chumps so far. Uh, I don't think they've even played London yet, and if they did play them last stage, London was not London last stage. Um, and the best, the, like some of the best teams I've had in the regular season are um, Philly Fusion, who have not been performing that well, honestly. So. They haven't really gotten a big test, um, and in the regular season, and they now losing to Atlanta Rain. Like this team worries me. Like you can't. I get yeah, it's and it's one, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. We we um, obviously every week we have a, a match to go back and watch, and this is the one that I'm picking: uh, New York versus Atlanta. Um, uh, but it, it's hard to say whether. Um, whether New York was just playing poorly or um, to, to what extent Atlanta was stepping it up. Because I think it definitely is true uh, that Atlanta did feel really prepared um, 
for the way New York was going to play this. Um, uh, they brought Daco back, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, the the deal with Daco, but uh, Daco and FRD coming in on uh, sort of an off tank rotation, um, uh, and yeah, just just uh, Atlanta seeming to know, uh, seeming to have done their homework. I think it's fair to say. I mean, even. Um, pulling out weird stuff like a like a junk rat may defense on uh, Anubis that New York couldn't even um, uh, break until almost until like the very end, um, or you know really solid, uh, just really solid play. I mean, coming all the way down to a to a first point full hold, uh, the New York then was able to break and win Rialto uh, on map four. But uh, you, you know it was looking super likely even after the third map that uh that atlanta could have just taken the whole thing they it was interesting the casters were saying uh that new york has never lost uh never lost 4-0 ever in the team's history they've lost 3-0 in playoffs when it was um you know uh like best like best of five Mm -hmm. but in a in a four map series they never lost 4-0 and they still haven't but uh anyway but they were really close this time (laughs) yeah they were um, Atlanta, I think it's a bit of both here. Like, I think Atlanta played really well, but I think New York also didn't play that like to their to to New York level. Um, yeah, it's just interesting that sometimes they don't play to New York level because we haven't seen like lately we haven't for for some of these teams, but overall the whole season we haven't seen Vancouver not play Vancouver level. Um, lately we have not seen San Francisco play not shock level. Like these people are like shocks 20 and 0 on maps. They have not dropped a map this stage. Um, yeah, they're, these guys are insane. Like if you, if New York's going to want to compete with those two, they're going to have to not lose to someone in the first round of the playoffs. And that's what's seeming to be most likely with this team. Um, yeah, it, they just seem to be stuck in some sort of, I don't know. I, I don't think they can ever get, get rid of, like, this curse where they lose to, instead of, like, losing to the Shock or the Titans, which would be more, which would be more light, like someone like them, they lose to someone in the first round of the playoffs, or they lose to the Atlanta Reign. Like, it's... It seems like to be a mental block or something. I have no clue what's going on. Yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre, really. I mean, <laughs> just to yeah. be, just to have weird inconsistency for Cause this, basically no reason. I mean, I I'm happy about it. I'm not going to complain about it too much because they were yeah. do, they were dominant last season. Like they were by far the best team, and I like I'm kind of happy that they didn't just like waltz their way through playoffs and win it all. Like that's. That's nice, honestly, because I don't like yeah. leagues where there's just like one dominant force who just destroys everyone. I don't think it would be like that this year. Uh, I mean, clearly, you have like three, I think, elite teams, and some people are even arguing the Gladiators are better than the Excelsior now after this week. So um, maybe Gladiators have joined that tier with Excelsior and uh, Shock and Titans. Uh, but yeah, the uh, oh yes, I went back to NYXL's schedule. Their they their their toughest games are against Seoul, Philly, and then they did play Shock. But that was way back at the very beginning when the Shock weren't completely cohesive yet, and they four would Shock. So, oh yeah, um, and that's the only time they're scheduled to play each other this season too. So unfortunately, we we didn't get the fully confident Shock versus New York XL yet. Uh, maybe uh stage playoffs i guess yeah yeah exactly joe that's that's the that's the good thing about stage playoffs is is we can we can get some redemption matches here speaking of the shock let's move on to them because as i as i mentioned um they're 20 and 0 on maps this stage Uh, apparently they broke a map win in a row record consecutive maps which was held by Joe, do you know this? Do you know the uh, consecutive map wins? I mean, you, uh, if I had I to just guess, wanna, I'd say yeah. New York. But well, I think I, I think it would take you a long time to guess. The Houston Outlaws owned that record, eighteen maps in a row for the Houston Outlaws. Um, yeah, someone. When did, t- when did they manage that? <laughs> last last season, at some point, someone mentioned 
the teams that they played during that run and they just had a very easy schedule in a row <laughs> to where they just took 18 maps in a row basically hmm. yeah um so houston outlaws <laughs> uh sorry guys your record's been broken i'm not a fan of all this uh, record talk joe honestly starting starting stage one week two of season one they forrowed shanghai dallas florida la gladiators and then won three one against the shock oh okay but so, so more than a year ago <laughs> yeah, or more than a season very, ago very beginning I'm not a fan of all this record talk, to be honest, Joe, because we're only in season two. Like, of course, there are tons of records being broken. Like, this is only the second season, and players are getting better. Records are going to be broken. Why do we talk about records so much? I feel like map records have been talked about so much. There have been so many records broken, Joe. Yeah, I mean, part of it, I think, is just the... uh, I feel like... I read an article or something that was discussing this, so these aren't really my ideas. But uh, uh, I, I think part of it is just like the meta and the way that things are played. That it, it's a lot more easy to like uh, build a snowball on two CP, for example, or to to, to manage a, a you know a pushing cart uh, with fewer and fewer resources, like in in the goat's mirror. That it's um, I, I don't know, I think that that's part of it. That it's it's just if you're it's smaller details and smaller factors uh, can make that a lot easier um, the way things are played these days i guess breaking records is cool but in the end a win is a win no matter how fast you go on that map joe that's um, true yeah I, well I, yeah i'm just weirded up on the records because it will be more impressive if someone beats a record in season 10 than it would be <laughs> after just this season like yeah. It's cool, but we don't need a. I don't think we need to harp on it. So, like, I'm not gonna just because Shock broke this record. I'm not gonna be like they are the best franchise of all time. This is insane. <laughs> um, but but they have looked super good, and it would be honestly this year. It's gonna be a lot easier for that record, specific record to be broken uh, for teams like the Shock because they have had a very easy schedule this stage. So that that's gonna help. Um. But yeah, shock. Impressive. This team is gelling, and now they traded, they traded Sleepy to Washington Justice. They traded, um, God, who's the other person they traded? That was that was before this. Uh, from Shock. Oh yes, Baby Bay, Baby Bay. Oh right. yeah. Duh. <laughs> um they yeah so they traded two two of their players are starting to clean clean up the team a little bit um because i think they've got their starting their starting roster down they've got who they want to keep down um so they they've they've got rid of baby base sleepy and this team is is looking like a monster now joe honestly they got close to beating vancouver but they're looking better and better every week right oh yeah it's yeah, I mean, there's not much else you could say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, yeah, they beat, they forrowed Toronto, they forrowed Hangzhou Spark, and Joe, I just want to congratulate us once again on our Toronto ranking. Um, <laughs> we we knew they weren't that good, uh, and they aren't. Yeah, sitting at sixteen, a hot one and four currently. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a good stage. Uh, and it, just overall, the expansion teams have been stinking it up this stage. Um, absolutely not doing that well. I think there's only one expansion team with a winning record this stage. Yeah, and that's Van- that's Vancouver, who is five and zero. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to LA Gladiators because this is my favorite team, and now they are dominant joe and i'm in love with decay and i'm in love with this team um there's so much fun to watch too Um, yeah they were uh the the first team in the league to uh clinch their stage two playoff spot uh they've hit six and oh um and what their last match is against boston so it's i mean we talked about last week definitely uh definitely a chance at an undefeated season and uh wins against florida and chengdu this week is or uh, undefeated stage <laughs> not an undefeated season <laughs> um, I, wish, I wish there were chances of that yeah but uh yeah wins against florida and chengdu this week you know that's the way to do it 
I'm excited to see them in stage playoffs against some very good teams because they've had a little bit of a pushover schedule as well uh, this stage. Boston should be easy. Based off how Boston's playing lately, I think Boston should also be an easy win. So they beat Florida 3-1, and then uh, they beat Chengdu 3-1 in a game where they just played almost every hero. (laughs) Like, they were just... This team was flexing. Uh, alongside Chengdu, who of course loves to play every single hero as well. That that was a fun match to watch. Gladiators, Chengdu. They were both teams were throwing goats away. They didn't care. They didn't care about goats, <laughs> which is nice to see. Uh, but yeah, LA. They're a really good team too. But I think we both agree, easy schedule so far, and. Um, We'll see how good they are once we get to stage playoffs and they're playing, uh, hopefully, the Shock, hopefully, the Titans, New York, or London, or any of these like teams who are looking really good right now. Um, Florida Mayhem. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and right. Thursday, finished off the day, 4-0, Dallas Fuel... Uh, lost to Titans. Let's talk about Dallas because they got 4-0 twice this week. Um, it's true. To the Titans, to Seoul. And uh, one of those games versus Seoul specifically, we predicted. And I predicted Seoul, you predicted Dallas. I just wanted to throw in that brag real quick. Um, <laughs> because I went a complete 100% this week on my picks. Uh, the key wins for me. I After 0-4 last week. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, that was the title of the show. We can't... <laughs> you didn't have to bring but, it back uh, up, Joe. God. <laughs> you, you write the titles. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do, I do write the titles. I, I, I've screwed myself on this one, and it is written down in history at this point. Everyone can go back, see that I did that. Um, that was a bad bad choice by me, but this week it's going to be 4-0. John went 4-0 or something like that. Um, there you go. Because I did, <laughs> um, so I really redeemed myself there. But let's talk. Let's talk Dallas. Um, they look good, Joe. You said they could have a six and one stage easily. Um, well, I don't know easily, but, but it was definitely possible. Have um, a five and two stage because I think they've got a pretty easy schedule out of them. But what do you think happened this week uh, to the Dallas Fuel getting four owed twice? Definitely not looking as good as last week. Um, yeah, I mean, um, the San Francisco match, um, or the not San Francisco, the Vancouver match, uh, th- that was that was the one loss that I predicted last week. Um, you know, just Vancouver's good and they continue to play well, and there's not tons. Um, you, you know, you could say really that barring some, um, you know, Atlanta miracle. Um, but yeah, so more interested in Seoul and. Uh, they actually had a pretty decent stage, though. I mean, they're um, well. They've only played three matches this stage, which is difficult to track. Um, but a loss against what Vancouver, and their other loss was uh, LA Gladiators. But they took them to five maps. Um, but they've still got so that leaves four matches um, in week four and week five. Um, to you know, sort of decide their fate. And granted, they're playing Vancouver again. Um, again, weird scheduling stuff. Uh, uh, Houston and uh, Los Angeles Valiants uh, next week in Dallas. Um, but yeah, I think f- from what we have seen of Seoul, they're they're looking pretty decent this stage. Um, again, as it hasn't been much, but I'm not entirely. Uh, I mean, obviously, I did pick Dallas over Seoul, so I'm, you know, <laughs> surprised that way. But, but I'm, I'm not like shocked uh, uh, that that Seoul was good. You know, I didn't expect them um, to come in and win easily um, this match. I think it's fair to say. And in fact, they're playing. Uh, is it Seoul Dallas again? No, it's Seoul Houston next week. So never mind. But, uh, but, but yeah, you know, I wasn't, you know. Uh, Incredibly shocked. I still think those are both really good teams. Uh, obviously, we're going to learn more about Seoul these next coming weeks um, now that they're actually playing matches. But um, but, but yeah, you're right. I think um, Dallas still te- still definitely can go five and two. Um, I think we're predicting the Dallas Houston uh, match, which will end the action on Sunday. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, Soul. I want to talk about Fleta and Fisher because they haven't been playing. And they're still finding success. They're taking Gladiators to five maps. I know they're only one and two so far. But uh, obviously they faced two very tough teams. And then that they 4-0 Dallas. Um, today it came out that Soul's decision to bench Fisher does not have to do with personality issues or anything like that. Um, it's just they want to play Marvel instead of Fisher. Uh, Where did, who said that is the question. <laughs> it, so let me go back to my Twitter. Halo of Thoughts tweeted it. Uh, and I believe he asked a coach. Uh, spoken to representatives of the Soul Dynasty regarding the rumors surrounding benching of Fissure. And quote, he's been a very positive teammate and it's ultimately the coach's call for what roster they want to send out. There has been no behavior issues at all. End quote. Um, so I think people were just, he just wanted to confirm that it wasn't a behavioral thing because Fisher's a, an amazing player. And I think people assumed since he's had behavioral issues in the past um, that maybe, maybe that was the reason why. Uh, but I think people want to see Fisher and Fleta, right, Joe? Like those, those two players are electric. Yeah, you would think. I mean, uh, like two of like the biggest uh, like names on the Soul Squad right now. Uh, you know, maybe they're gonna uh, show them off uh, on their their away matches in Dallas. Um, you know, maybe they're uh, resting them up for <laughs> for the stage playoffs that they're hoping to get into with a five and two record. Uh, you know, who knows? That that's uh, probably not seriously that, but. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think we, we definitely want to see more of them because you're right. They're so they're both super incredibly good. Um, and, and now that we know that Soul has some depth to the roster, um, obviously there's there's a back and forth there. But yeah, it's their debt. I'm sure they're definitely not out of the picture. Yeah, I, I think we'll see them a little bit more here and there. But it, it seems like Soul really likes this roster, what they're doing with it, and they're they're looking good. You can't deny that. Um, so Fleta and Flynn and Fisher uh, on the bench is what gives them the most success, then I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Um, unfortunately, the fans w won't get a treat there, but it's okay. They're they're looking better now. Yeah. Uh, who, who should we talk about next? Let's talk about Houston Outlaws really quick because I think they've had a sad stage so far. Um. Last week, they lost to Vancouver, and they actually looked pretty good, and I think that started a little bit of a down spiral for them here, because they looked good, and then people were angry at them because they believed they could have had better st strategies going into certain maps. Then Flame, their GM, sort of blew up and got really angry at analysts and people for saying that stuff jake also got a bit angry and flames going on a bunch of podcasts he was on um he was on thorn and monte cristo's podcast uh, which i listened to the entire two hours of of them arguing about about that and uh then houston comes into this week gets four owed by philadelphia fusion and then three owed by the shanghai dragons and not not looking good at all joe i mean they they didn't take an entire point in the shanghai dragons match until map four on on junkertown <laughs> uh, i think the only saving grace um uh, this team has right now is that they've uh like soul they've only played um uh, three matches so far this stage uh so we will still see him uh, playing twice in dallas and we'll still see him playing twice in week five um but you know whether that's a good thing or not you know it depends on your perspective um uh you know as a as a houston fan or as a houston player but um but yeah definitely not um the way they wanted this to go yeah they're still figuring things out um 
I mean, you have people, you have even like Dogman in Watchpoint after after the week was over saying that um, he wanted to see Linkser and Muma on like a different team. Like they need to be, he said they, uh, they need to be traded. <laughs> um, apparently, I mean, Dogman's super open about everything. This man does not hold back, but yeah. um, Houston, just because just they deserve better. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, because they are t- they are talented players. I agree with Dogman that Linkser and Muma are very talented players, and I do I do wish the Houston like coaching would would sort of b- benefit these players' styles more. Because I I do think I know Flame Flame like makes good points that, but it's just kind of annoying to me that that the teams have the mentality of on some maps. Goats is just better, and there's nothing that can beat it. Like, I feel like that's an awful mentality to have instead of experimenting, trying new things. And he might be right. He might be right. Goats might just be better than everything. But do you think, seriously, everything? We have so many heroes in this game, so many different routes in the map. Like, I, I just feel like there's, there's a way to sort of figure things out. And uh, I think scrims are part of the problem almost like i feel like you're worried to try different things out in scrims almost because it's one it's against another team so if you do try something out and it's successful the other team also sees it and the other team is going to start telling other teams about this thing and they're going to start running this thing so i i just overall don't like the whole practice this is no, this is a whole another rant, but I, I don't like that man that mentality of this goats is goats is superior than anything possible on this map. Instead of saying, "Hey, why don't we do this route on this map?" or "We could run this into this," and and there's so many options on each map. You know, it's just frustrating to me to hear. It was so frustrating for me to hear. Uh, flame say that on the podcast I was like that's so close minded like I I don't want our teams in this league to have that mentality of of like this is what you have to run here instead of instead of like like it, that might be true but I feel like you, you shouldn't be saying that right Joe like I feel like if that is true like you still you still shouldn't be look have that mentality of like this is what you have to run you should you should have an open mind and say huh maybe you could run something else yeah i mean uh you know there's there's merit to that at the same time um you know i know that they know uh, a lot more about it than i do uh um as far as you know trying to make those kinds of calls um and, and, and yeah the experimentation is good um and to be able to do that is valuable um but you know if uh, if you're able to do that uh, you, you know in um, some more private setting in, in scrims or in practice or whatever and you find success that's one thing um, but, but I, I feel like if you don't have success with that uh, I mean even with a team like like Houston you know that, that they uh, uh, you know Houston I guess isn't the greatest example but you know Houston or Chengdu or, or whoever it is that uh, that, that might not prefer uh, running compositions like goats and, and playing into um, you know the strengths of the meta of some of their other opponents, uh, it, it, and that it's definitely valuable to learn you know some of these uh, alternative strategies and, and uh, you know and you know potential counters, uh, but it, uh, you, you know that the only value there is theoretical if you're not able to. To, to find the success with it or if you're not able to execute it uh, well enough to be able to find the success with it that um, we, that one of the advantages of goats is how relatively uh, uh, I, I backed myself into a sentence I don't believe in but uh, I was going to say how relatively um, easier it is than some of these others to execute but I don't think that's the case but um uh, the, 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 but I do, know, if... I do think I do think goats. I mean, I agree. I I honestly agree with that like sentiment sentiment almost because it is it is easier 
to run goats, something you've been running for a while now, than to say, okay, let's run an entirely new composition, right? Like that's, be, be, that's... because of the experience. Yeah, it's yeah, the, exactly. the the actual running, like the the skills required. I think it's still uh, higher than some other compositions. But yeah, to to ha- that, now that you had the experience, uh, that, that that's uh, you know not not to call it a fallback because that does sort of cheapen it a little bit, but. Um, you have to balance, you know, the the theory with the the practice in situations like this. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the interesting thing about esports compared to sports is like, is is there are there are changes here. Obviously, after every single stage, there are differences in how the game is played. Uh, but you you find yourself leaning on those strategies that you had at the beginning of the season almost because that's how that's how things were you know and that's what you've been practicing on the most and i feel like that even happened last season a little bit like people like there was just one consistent like widowmaker tracer were just consistently played throughout the stage no matter if there was a mercy as your supporter or zen or Ana or Ana or lucio or any of these support heroes who I, I think that was the biggest change in the meta was mercy got nerfed uh but there i feel like teams were just going back to their to their strategy from the beginning of the season so it's i agree with that it's it's easier to just fall back on what you've been practicing the most instead of just trying something else especially in like a 28 game season where every like mostly every win matters here you you have to get at least 12th place like is it worth the risk sometimes you know um i think it's more worth the risk now and it's it just builds up almost too because it's more worth the risk for like teams like vancouver and new york who have really good records uh they they can easily risk trying new things which just makes them better teams in the end uh which is kind of crazy um it's like a snowball it's like goats comp via the standings it's a snowball uh but yeah that's a nice little nice little conversation there are there any other teams you want to talk about joe um uh let's see valiant got a win yes Uh, they they play twice at dallas and once in week five um they still got a giant hole to dig out of (laughs) yeah but they could make stage playoffs uh they're two and it's true yeah it's possible it'll take some work and probably um three more wins Yes. Let's see who are they playing? They're playing Seoul and Dallas next week, so it'll be it'll be hard work yeah. and Chengdu in week five. Yeah, that, but those are it some is teams. theoretically possible. Yes, it is. Um, Chengdu still looking average, uh, losing three one to LA, um, but they they've had some they've had some harder matches this this stage, and they still look like a a very good team at. And they have super skilled players, Joe. That's all I recognize about their team every time I watch them play. Jinmu on Doomfist at one point in that LA Gladiators match. Spicy. He he got like eight kills in a row or something for his team. Like he was just that was on Hanamura. That he looked very yeah. good. He's a great he's a great DPS player. DC uh, still winless. Uh, yeah. Uh, Guangzhou Hangzhou uh, went all the way to map match. five. That was the only map five this this past week. Wow, it's true. Yeah, it was kind of a. I mean, we've had a lot of four oh four four Overwatch here. Um, yeah. Lately, but uh, hopefully we get hopefully we get a really good Dallas weekend going. But yeah, Hangzhou Hangzhou's looking a little better this stage. I think uh, they beat Guangzhou here three two. It was a close one. Uh, they ended up getting followed by shock though, so yeah. nothing close there. And then I think the last match is uh, uh, maybe you want to talk about it. I know it's on your list of yeah, yeah, of, this uh, is repeaters. <laughs> the, the the last the last match was the one I would like you guys to rewatch because uh, Atlanta versus Guangzhou. I think this was a great match, but they 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 also beat a record. Speaking of records, uh, and their their record was the most points taken in a map. Uh, and are in a match. I mean, not a map. Yeah, but a series. They, yes, a series. Uh, Hanamura was seven to six. Atlanta Rain won that one, and Kings Row was eight to seven. 
seven to six on Hanamura is like more realistic, but eight to seven on King's Row, they took all three points twice on that map <laughs> on a payload map this is, or a hybrid, but on payload, that's pretty crazy. Um, and then Guangzhou three owed on Rialto and two owed on on Busan, so those weren't as high scoring. But those two maps were super exciting to watch, super offensive. Uh, Overwatch, so I would go back and watch this one uh, for sure. And then at, right after the game, Dogman gets a bowl cut on Watchpoint. <laughs> if you want to watch that, it's true. Although it wasn't, uh, it wasn't quite what I expected. It was, it, it could have yeah. been a lot worse, I think, for him. Yeah, I agree. His bowl, <laughs> his bowl cut does not look that bad. It really doesn't. So. The, all the all the desk people were like hyping it up. They're like, "Oh, it's so terrible," but it, it wasn't yeah. really. No, it wasn't. And in the picture after, it's like, it, it looks just like his normal haircut. Honestly, like it doesn't look that that bad. He could easily like gel that up and style it to like look fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it wasn't that bad, but but the match was fun. Uh, you want to oh, yeah. talk MVPs? Yeah, I was gonna say that's basically the week uh, of matches, but we also always do pick MVPs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mine. Um, uh, mine this week is from uh, Atlanta's upset of New York, um, and, and while Atlanta obviously did lose again later in the week, um, it's good enough uh, to give Erster uh, from the Atlanta Reign uh, my MVP pick. Uh, you know, not only because of the sweep, I think he got Player of the Match uh, that match against New York, and then uh, was looking pretty good uh, against Guangzhou too. Um, obviously, playing lots of Brig, you know, you're. Uh, don't have tons of flexibility, but uh, but uh, you know, really showing up and and getting the things done he needed to do. Yeah, he's a good break. Uh, my player, my MVP of the week is Toby, none other than the Boop God himself. He also, <laughs> God, everyone just breaking records. See how unspecial this is. He he also <laughs> yeah. broke a record <laughs> for most boops on Eichenwald, or maybe it was in the entire match. Um. um I'm trying to remember. I think it was like both, because like he, because it was like he had like seven environmental kills just on Eichenwald, and then like oh, yeah. nine in the series or something. Yeah, was that? Uh, so even more records broken. He broke the record on Eichenwald, <laughs> and he broke the overall match record for environmental kills. Uh, he was the boop god. Uh, he definitely. This was against Dallas, by the way. Um, he he definitely did really well. Uh, Toby. You deserve this. I, I I should give it to. I don't think Lucio players get have gotten love on our MVPs of the week, Joe. So, uh, Toby, not tons. I don't think. Toby Toby definitely deserves some. Uh, let's let's quickly go over stage playoffs before we move on. Stage playoff standings. That is, uh, you still got LA Gladiators at top uh, with six and zero. San Francisco and Vancouver are both five and zero. New York's now five and one. London's in fifth at four and zero. Got Shanghai at three and two, uh, which they're very close to to clinching their first ever stage playoffs. Joe, that's a that's team crazy, <laughs> but that's pretty crazy. And then the only team who hasn't been in stage playoffs from from the original teams will be the Florida Mayhem, uh, who definitely will not be in stage playoffs. They're own six this stage. That's true. Stage three, they're, they're going to turn up. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think some people are calling for because Mayhem Academy is really good right now. They're the best team. They just beat Fusion University. Uh, Everyone is calling for them to just fully replace their roster with Mayhem Academy. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, and that they've got some good players on that team. So I I tend to agree. Uh, Chengdu is at seven with at two and two, and then Philadelphia Fusion's three and three at number eight. You have uh, you have some two and two teams right outside Paris Eternal, Los Angeles Valiant, Dallas Fuel, and Hangzhou Spark, all right outside uh, that that uh, eighth eighth place spot. So they all they all seem to have a chance. But you also have Seoul Dynasty, who have only played three games at one and two, right out there. and then the rest of the list seems like teams who probably won't make it, because uh, you have like Atlanta at two and four, Toronto at one and four, Boston's at two and three, so they're going to need a little bit of a miracle to make it again. Yeah, because like we were saying, um, even four and three is looking um, sketchy yeah. about whether they can make the oh, yeah. top eight or not. Because it seems like 
there's going to be a lot of like five and at least five and two teams making it uh, here because London's like four and zero, oh and that's they're in fifth. So yeah, it's not looking good as far as like regular season standings go. Uh, London is skyrocketing up the standings with a fantastic stage here. They're they're in the top six now. They're actually tied with Philly for fifth, even though Philly's eight and five and they're seven and four. Um, they but they played two less matches than Philly, and then you have top four is Titans, Excelsior, Shock, Gladiators. Um, Gladiators are very close to Shock actually. Only they only have one more loss, nine and four, and Shock's nine and three. Um, and then in in like the the wild card play in, you would have the Dallas Fuel, Soul Dynasty, Shanghai Dragons, Toronto Defiant, Boston Uprising, and Atlanta Rain. But it seems like Atlanta Rain, Toronto Divine are are trending out of those spots, kind of uh, more yeah. more so Toronto Defiant. Potentially um, Chengdu coming up, maybe. Potentially Chengdu. You got Paris out there on the uh, on the outside. Hangzhou's looking better and better as time goes on here. So maybe them. Um, I I'm still looking at honestly, like I still think Valiant has some talent here. I'm still looking at them to to climb up, but the, but yeah, it, we're this is gonna be the week, right? They've got a very tough schedule ahead of them. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this these these last games are gonna be the ones where we're like, okay, can Valiant actually compete? Uh, but yeah, those are the stand. A brief overview of the standings. We've we've got some uh, patches patch uh patch released because uh archives came out last week yes uh a nice little storm rising event uh with with a new map joe do you want to uh take over the patch it's not that big but do you want to take us through it yeah that works um yeah so 1.35 is live currently and actually has been for like a week now um uh, Storm Rising event is live. You can go in as play as Winston, Mercy, uh, Genji, Tracer, um, and kill a bunch of Onyx. Uh, pretty much just like the Retribution event, uh, except on a new map, which is Havana. Uh, so I'll actually skip ahead to that because Havana is now out on the PTR. Uh, mm-hmm. It's update 1.35.1. 1. Uh, doesn't actually count as 1.36 because it's just the map. There aren't any other changes, uh, at least currently. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice. It's another escort map. Uh, since there are now five maps of every type, uh, they've gone back to escort to add an additional one. Um, yeah, not much to say about it. It feels like simultaneously really short and really long. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to see how it gets played. Also, I'm kind of disappointed that the storm effects aren't in it. Um, yeah, for like regular matches, but what can you do? I'm I'm sure I'm sure like pro players would complain about like someone would be like it's hard to see, and I'm a pro <laughs> and I'm a pro player uh, and I want to see. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back to the live patch. All these changes are currently live, uh, and it actually is not any changes from when 1.35 was on the PTR. Uh, but so Junkrat's uh, projectile speed increased, uh, grenades bounce less, explode sooner. Uh, that's live currently, as is the Reaper Shadow Step buff. Uh, he can all, he can do a bunch of fun stuff with that now. Uh, he also can't Shadow Step out of Grav or out of a uh, Junkrat trap, which uh, they didn't explicitly say on the PTR. I don't know if that's a change from when it was there or not. Uh, Smetra Teleporter and the Shadow Step interactions with railings. Uh, are also changed, and that's basically it. You can also change your career profile uh, so that your current group can view it only. Uh, mm. So maybe if you're if you have a private profile, uh, but you're, uh, you know, but if that appeals to you, that's a little bit uh, more freedom for you to share your career profile without going all the way public. Uh, but that's basically it. There's a bunch of bug, yeah. bug fixes and stuff too, but yeah. Yeah, um, this was the old railings patch. I remember when this came on the PTR. Uh, maybe we have a we have a big break between stage two and three, so I feel like we'll get maybe one more sort of nerf and buff patch before then. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they can put. Uh, eh, it seems a little bit ambitious. I was gonna say hopefully they can put Havana in stage three, 
Um, I suppose it's not out of the question, but yeah, possibly. it would, it would cer- I mean, certainly be ambitious. Paris came out pretty quickly after it was released, so our Paris came onto Overwatch League pretty quickly as that after it was released. But th- this is this would be even closer, so that'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Sage Three doesn't start till like mid June, so or something ridiculous like that. It's not quite that long, but yeah. Uh, when does this end? This ends like this week, then next week. So this ends like mid May. Yeah. And so Sage Three Sage Three starts the first full week of June. Okay. June 6th. So the All Star Weekend's gonna be like. Okay, All Star Weekend's gonna be like the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, right, or something like that. Do they have the dates? They must have the dates for that out because there's voting, right? Um. Yeah, you can oh. buy tickets for it. Oh I yeah. Forget, I forget when it is, but yeah, it, the dates are out. <laughs> or no, May fifteenth. It is. It's May fifteenth. So it's right oh, after. Yeah. It's literally re- the weekend after stage. Uh, the playoffs, stage oh. playoffs, stage two playoffs. So that's kind of nice, though. Yeah, because then, then we'll just get, get a, it out of the way. We'll get a three-week break there. Or and then weeks. there's the contenders showdown. Something. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's nice. So us, the viewers, don't get a break, but the players do. Yeah. Uh, that'll be interesting. I think like the LCS. Um. Or wait, what what the hell? What is going on on my? I was at, I was in the wrong place on my calendar. That's embarrassing. Uh, uh, but I think the League of Legends also starts their split at the same time this stage starts. So, some more, a more uh, a fun weekend for esports. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Daco, behavioral issues. That's why he got benched. Apparently, uh, that is why. He, he was not people, playing as much which people sort of suspected but yeah it was kind because, of confirmed yeah because he's a good player he's a very good player so it's like a fissure situation too like people just would expect that uh because fissure's so good like why would he be benched unless unless he's being being a, a dick to his teammates or something uh but daka clearly I mean, the team looked better already when uh, when he was back in this week. So th- those behavioral issues are—they're going to have to stop, right, Joe? Because this team is better <laughs> clearly with the Daco on it. They ended up beating New York. They lost the second game, of course, but they looked a lot better with Daco in the lineup. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you can't say it was all him. I'm sure, but um, but but yeah. T- even just being able to to specialize a little bit between Daco and, and FRD, uh, who apparently is called Fried. Actually, I I forget who yeah. was saying that. I read that on I read that on Liquipedia, um, and I was like, no one's calling him this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, none, none of the casters or anything are calling him Fried. So I don't know, yeah. but uh, between those two off tanks, uh, even just to have the flexibility for Atlanta is good. Yeah, and that was just an internal punishment too, apparently. Uh, okay. For for Daco rather than, you know, like from the sanctions. league or something. So yeah. Uh yeah. So luckily, I mean, that's. I think that also shows some. I like when organizations are do do stuff like this because it shows that they're on top of it, and they're they're making sure that they have no internal issues. Uh, they don't want it to get to like an XQC situation or anything like that where where their players being punished by the league alongside them. They don't clearly. They don't. They don't like that. Uh, but yeah, Daco looking good, making making Atlanta look a little bit better. I'm a little more confident in Atlanta after this week for sure with him back in. Uh, so hopefully he doesn't have any more problems. Sleepy got traded to Washington Justice. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, the, and he's the playing man, already. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he's a great he's a great player. I mean just sitting here behind Violet the whole season basically. Uh, and he is on our fantasy team too, so that's big for us, Joe, because he will be getting playing time now. <laughs> that's helpful. How are we doing on that? I don't even know. Uh, I did not check it last week, which is unfortunate. But I'll I'll get on there while you uh, tell me how good of a move this is for Washington. Um, I mean, considering how poorly Washington's doing right now, pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's not really much else to say. I mean, eventually they'll just form a team out of like all of the rejects, or not rejects, but like the bench players from all the other teams. 
Um, and it might be an improvement, yeah, which yeah. is kind of harsh. But I mean, when you've got a team that's like two and twelve, that's kind of what you got to what you got to go for. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. Oh, God, we have Fleta who is being benched. That's not that's not nice. Uh, but we're three and five. Maybe right he'll now. go to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> we just get all our players to go to Washington. Who could we play over? We get, we'll play we'll play Color Hex over over Fleta because Color Hex plays all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're three and five in seventh place. So not bad <laughs> so not for. Great. <laughs> But not bad for me not checking like the past two weeks. <laughs> so that's, how many are in the in the league? Ten. Um, oh yeah, so that's that's not terrible. <laughs> no, not that bad. But I I I I did not check for the past two weeks. So this is it's it's good that we we're still in it and we won last week. So Ooh, nice. uh, I I am trying to set my lineup right now i i need to like see i wish i could see like how good everybody was on our team so i could easily do this but i I, it's gonna take more effort for me so i shouldn't do this during the podcast uh let's move on to this week which i'm so excited for we get our first uh homestand the people are hashtagging first home match ever it's It's true it's 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 happening, Joe, in Dallas, and it's a sold out uh, crowd of like four thousand five hundred people. I'm so excited. Two days, uh, and you, there's some good matches in here too, Joe. There are some good matches. It's true. We just got the uh, the eight teams uh, that are playing, so that means they'll each play twice. So if you're a fan of Paris, Hangzhou, Houston, LA Valiant, uh, Dallas, Seoul, Chengdu, or London. This is your weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there are Seoul, Dallas, Chengdu, London are all considered, I believe, right now in people's power rankings, like at least in in like at the end of the season in the wild card uh, play-in. Uh, I think all four of those teams are are good, are top level teams who could definitely have winning records at the end of it. I think Valiant's on the rise of this stage a little bit. I think this is their test because they've got new coaching, they've got Custa in. I think Hung Joe's on the rise even. Uh, Paris and Houston, not so much. But we do get to see that Paris-London rematch, uh, which I don't think is going to be close this time. So let's get into that, Joe, because we're predicting Paris-London, and there's my prediction already. I'm thinking London here. Um, I think London easily gets revenge this time. London's looked way better since that first uh, sec- that that was their second match since their second match of the season uh, when they got beat by Paris and Paris was like we're the real European team. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hard to bet against London this stage, um, or um, or in lots of cases to bet for uh, Paris. Just unfortunately, but uh, yeah, it, 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 London is definitely also my pick here. Uh, yeah, I think some of these are going to be more uh, more straightforward than others, but. You know, we'll do what we can because there's only yeah. eight matches this week at all. Only two days. Yeah, this we'll is try this to... is the short weekend stage too. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try our best to uh, to maybe maybe have different picks on at least one. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, which was unfortunate. The one time I forced myself to do that, I did not enjoy that when I had to pick <laughs> when I had to pick Paris beating who Dallas maybe. I don't uh, know. I think so. I had to pick Paris beating Dallas one week, and I didn't like that because I I did I did I should have just went back and picked Valiant to beat Atlanta, which they ended up doing. So very unfortunate for me. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the next one: Hangzhou Spark versus Chengdu Hunters. I do think this is going to be a close one, honestly. Um, I think it should. I think yeah. we sort of alluded to this match. Um maybe last uh last week's show as like the, these are like the two good chinese teams uh because i mean we have or no no it was no, sorry shanghai. that was shanghai yeah. and chengdu uh, i think probably hangzhou's third though yeah um it's fair to well, say at least at this point yeah because they beat guangzhou so yeah <laughs> <laughs> they've earned it yeah uh, uh, but, uh, yeah it, i can't, this one's so tough for me joe you have to pick first here Okay, I, so yeah, uh, I'm going with Chengdu in this one. Um, I mean, they'll uh, 
their other match this week is uh, going to be against where do you go? Uh, London. So that'll be a little bit harder. Um, but uh, I feel like uh, this is a team that's gonna uh, the way that they play. Uh, and this might not be a good justification, but the way that they play, I like to shake things up already. Uh, I think a change of venue and, and uh, the whole. Uh, all of the the newness of everything here on this uh, uh, Dallas homestand weekend is, uh, you, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll work in their favor. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna go Hanjo here. I think they're I think they're pulling out some wins that they that maybe they shouldn't. I think they I think they're looking better. I think they're sneaking up on us here. I'm taking Hangzhou. Uh They're definitely not elite yet, but I think they can pull off a win against Chengdu. Uh, give me Hangzhou. There you go. Yeah. There's a difference, <laughs> there, if nothing there else. There's our difference. I don't know if we'll have differences on these next two, um, which are, are going to be the final two matches to finish off the weekend. The first one is Seoul Dynasty versus Los Angeles of Valiant. Uh, two two uh, OG teams. These are two like top Pacific teams from last season. Uh, so this is, this is a historic battle. Uh, the next one's going to be a historic battle, too. But uh, do you think LA Valiant could possibly pull off a, a major upset here and beat Seoul, Joe? Um, I'm not calling it. Um, <laughs> uh, we saw the, uh, you, you know, we were talking about how well Seoul is, how good Seoul is looking, um, even on this sort of weird um, entrance they've had into stage two. Um, and the, the potential they have, I think, um, has definitely got to start with this uh, match against LA Valiant. Yeah, uh, I, I think if LA Valiant wins one mat wins a match this this weekend, it's going to be against Dallas, not Seoul. I'm taking Seoul. I think Seoul has an easy 2-0 this weekend, uh, Houston and LA. So Seoul will finally get to see some matches out of them. But uh, Seoul's looking good this season. So For I sure. Think I think Valiant's looking better, but them beating Seoul, that's – that's that's a that's a stretch there and then of course the schedulers are amazing and schedule us a fantastic rivalry match and this is the only time it's going to be played this season unless we see them in stage playoffs which i doubt we'll see houston in stage playoffs ever um but houston versus dallas the houston dallas the texas rivalry which was so fantastic last season houston won every single matchup last season 4-0 they 4-0 to dallas in the season um <laughs> dallas has yet to beat houston ever is this it joe they're at home it- I mean, you got to think that was also, uh, you know, so far every time was um, the the season one Dallas. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Houston hasn't changed hardly at all, um, other than I guess the addition of Dante, um, and then obviously Dallas shaking things up a lot uh, from season one to season two. Um, plus, uh, uh, playing at home uh, in you know, quote unquote, the Dallas arena. I mean, it's really hard for me, uh, uh, to pick against Dallas. Plus my, my, uh, my six and one comment from last week that I, I guess I'm changing to a five and two, uh, comment this week. Um, <laughs> uh, that, yeah, uh, I'm definitely, I think I'm picking, uh, uh, Dallas for this matchup here. It's definitely going to be a spicy one here on at the end of this weekend. God, I'm so excited for home matches next season. I am so excited. Um, <laughs> Dallas is there's going to be magic in the air during this during this match. Uh, I don't know if it'll be close. I think Dallas is going to come out and just whoop this team. Like they are, they have gotten beaten by Houston too much. They are at home. Everyone's going to be hating on the Houston Outlaws. I mean, I think people actually people are like kind of like Houston's pretty close to Dallas relatively. Like I feel like there are going to be some Houston fans there. Honestly, it's true. It's true. But, because this is Houston doesn't get a home game. Like they're they're gonna come out to to Dallas to watch this. They're they they want to. This is as close as a match as has gotten to Houston so far. Uh, besides like the well, New York's still pretty far from Houston compared to LA as well. So uh, Houston would love to to be at this match. So there will be Houston fans, but I think it's gonna be majority Dallas fans. I think Dallas is easily gonna take this one. I think it's gonna be. 
I, I do not see Houston taking it. They look much worse this season. And Dallas is at home. I mean, come on. You can't pick against Dallas here. <laughs> yeah. Dallas picks up their first win against Houston. That's going to be a great matchup. Um, I'm so excited for this weekend just to see what it's like. I'm expecting some technical difficulties here and there, uh, but we'll get our first homestand. Uh, and then it, the tickets for Atlanta uh, homestand have also began to uh, be sold. It's at like a little theater in it, or a theater, not little, but just a theater in Atlanta where they where they would have musicals play stuff like that. Um, this where whereas the Dallas ones seemingly more of like an esports type arena, you know, like it's a yeah. mini, a mini like basketball arena or hockey arena. Yeah, almost. they put. Uh... There's like a picture on Reddit or something you can go look at. It's it's gonna be good. It was it was a very blurry pick, but <laughs> it's uh, true. But yeah, we'll see, we'll see it. Uh, we'll see it this weekend, of course. Uh, I, I'm interested to see what the setup's gonna be like. Uh, but I, it will be sold out. I know it's gonna be hype. God, I love. I'm so excited for these home matches. They're gonna be so sick. Um, yeah, that's. I think. Do we, do you have anything else to talk about, Joe? Is, I don't is, think so. I mean, it's other than just being excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, that's that's our show. That's episode number thirty five of On the Flank. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, our personal Twitter accounts. Mine is at jwgeorgeiv. Joe's is at kirkpatrick underscore inc. That's inc. Uh, our show has a Twitter account at On the Flank Show. And we have an email on the flank show at gmail.com. You can email us, tweet at us, any topic, any questions you would like us to answer here on the podcast. Of course, you are listening to this in one way, but if you want to listen to it in a different way, you can go to ontheflank.podbean.com. You can go to my YouTube channel, which is John George, easiest to find via my Twitter account. Uh, if you're an Apple or an iPhone user, you can go on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. If you're an Android user, you can use Spotify, Google Play. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and you definitely got to check out uh, that Dallas homestand this weekend. It's going to be hype.